1: welcome to another episode of out of the pods i'm deep tea
0: and i'm natalie and i'm back from asia <laughs> guess
1: who's back back
0: <laughs> i am
1: back back, back, back.
0: <laughs> welcome um, i am thank you i got back a few days ago i'm very jet lagged but i'm so happy to be back on the podcast but big shout out to you deep d and diana who subbed in for me um I'm she just so great. thankful. Yeah, I actually ended up listening to the episode um, on the plane ride back, and it was so, so good. I feel like she provides a different perspective that I just can't. Um, yeah. And and so I really enjoyed it, but I'm so thankful that we were able to make it work. Originally, we um, thought that I could record the recap episode, but with the time difference, and I actually ended up getting really, really sick in Japan, I had a very close relationship with um, my hotel toilet (laughs) out there. And I just, I Uh. I didn't think that I could sit through an hour to an hour and a half recording. So um, I'm very grateful for Ayana and also you for just steering the ship as always. But um, yeah, I think I got like food poisoning or something. Dude, that
1: sucks. I'm sorry you had to go through that, but you had a good trip in general though.
0: Oh, yes. It was amazing. So for those of you who haven't been following along, um, I went to Singapore, Vietnam, Japan, and South Korea with my family. Um, And it was really the trip of a lifetime. I don't think I will ever go to so many countries in such a short time span. So I was out there for about 16 days, but it was amazing. Um, My favorite place though was Hanoi, Vietnam like, wow, the, just like the culture there is so beautiful. Um, it's just like nothing that I've ever experienced. And so I highly recommend everyone makes a trip out there. I'm definitely going to be posting recommendations, suggestions on my Instagram stories, on my personal Instagram, probably in the next few weeks. And so definitely go there if you, you know, want some, want some tips on traveling over to, to Asia.
1: Yeah, it looked so beautiful. Like Vietnam, like the nature is just so sunny. It reminded me of Avatar. Have you ever watched Avatar with like oh, the, yeah, yeah. the giant? Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. Vietnam yeah. has been on my list. So I'm definitely going to... You should come back with me. We can just do a little Vietnam trip.
0: No, I highly recommend. The city of Hanoi is just amazing. I don't know another way to mm-hmm. like explain it, but it's so lively. Um, the locals are very, very nice. Um, it's not the most like foreigner friendly in that, like, it takes a while to like know how to like navigate throughout the city, but yeah. we found help from the locals very easily. Um, but the avatar, like, like mountains yeah, you saw like on my mountains. Instagram stories, that yes. was in Ningbing, which is, um, I think like two hours out of Hanoi, Freaking Beautiful. like it—it like, it doesn't even feel like yeah. it's
1: real, you know. Like, no, like oh my I, gosh, like, I was
0: like gobsmacked. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anything like that <laughs> <Gobsmacked>. before. <laughs> I like that word. I know. I've actually never used that word before. Like, why did that I know? Come out I was like, you,
1: where did you, where the fuck did you pull that out? I'm gobsmacked. I was
0: gobsmacked. <laughs> Um uh, But yeah, hopefully, you, I'll be posting even more from the trip in the upcoming yeah. weeks. I've kind of taken a social media break just because I wanted to enjoy time with my family. Um, but mm. I'm so excited to share everything with everyone. So. Just, you know, Um, check out my Instagram, not a plug for it. I'm just saying like, if you want to go to the places (laughs) I did, um, I'll definitely be posting a lot. Um, But switching gears, how is everything in Chicago?
1: Chicago, you know, nothing has changed. So we're, I'm excited that you're back though. I feel like usually we talk so much and I was like, oh, you know, if she's traveling, let her do her thing. But it was weird not to have you here. But I'm glad to be glad you're back and it's a lot colder. You know, it's supposed to snow in Chicago tomorrow. It's freezing. I love
0: that for us. I know. It's
1: like we skipped fall and went straight to winter. So here we are.
0: I know. What's new? I feel like that's such a Chicago day. We have like a week of fall and then it's like, boom, winter.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But like I'm currently in Texas. Um, I came here for a wedding. So, you know, we're, we're both like just on the road and you know, doing things. I don't even know when I'm going to see you next. I'm not going to see you for like 10 days. No, next week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We have some events next week.
0: It feels (laughs) like a long time. I know. It feels like I haven't. I don't know. I feel like we haven't seen each other for months, even though it's It's, only been been a month. But we talk so often that when we go through even like a week without seeing each other, it feels like... I haven't so talked weird. to you. I know it is <laughs> yes. very, very weird. If you guys are yeah. like just listening to our newest episodes, Deepte and I actually live in the same building. and so, yeah. like I will borrow dresses from Deepte. and so like I see her way more Pretty than often. you guys think I actually do. Like I probably see her <laughs> almost every day. Um yeah. so which uh. which is great for this podcast, honestly.
1: I specifically missed hearing your opinions about the finale and reunion because I know you have a lot of them. But, Ooh. and a lot of people have been asking, like obviously everyone loved Ayana's perspective, but they're like, what What is Natalie's take? So I'm excited for the people to hear your take on, okay, on the latest episodes.
0: I feel like between the two of us, I feel mm-hmm. like I am the most critical and judgmental and unhinged one, <laughs> and so you are a little unhinged, but I like that. I like that. Someone <laughs> DM'd us on <laughs> out of the pots, and they're like, "Natalie's opinions are always like an un- unpopular take," and I, <laughs> I have a lot of takes from watching the wedding episode, the finale, and the reunion yeah. episode, um, and I will be sharing them next week because I just. They're probably very unpopular takes, but I just had a lot of thoughts. I mean, like we have been in their shoes before. Um, yeah. you know, sitting at the reunion, going to that altar and just ooh, I don't know, like this cast for me is just not doing it. And so it's it's, it's hard, hard to get attached. T- You know, to this. Mm -hmm. But I do have thoughts, but we are doing a final thoughts episode next week where we just kind of wrap our recap of Love Is Blind season five. So you don't want to miss it because I'm excited. I'm going to be sharing all of my thoughts.
1: We need to do this every season, just do like a summary recap of everything that we've learned, what we think is edited, what we think is not. And, you know, based on our interviews and our sources, mostly Natalie's Mm. sources, let me just say, (laughs) (laughs) like what we learned, like just summarize everything into one little episode. So I think it'll be a really fun one.
0: Yeah. You don't want to miss it. But for this episode, we have a really special interview. We will be talking to Johnny from season five. And if I'm being honest, I came out of that interview with her just really understanding her more. And if there's anyone I am attached to from this season now, it's definitely her. Like, I just feel like... I could relate to her a lot more than I did watching her on the show. And I really enjoyed my interview with her. And I think you guys will too, because she spills and she clears up a lot.
1: Yeah, no, it was a really... Uh, interesting episode and like you said natalie i think watching her there's like a lot of things that she did or some of the actions i was just like confused as to why mm-hmm. she did them but it was really nice for her to hear the context and to understand what was happening behind the scenes that wasn't shown and yeah. so i think it was it was an enlightening enlightening episode to
0: to listen to. 100 so. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to introduce Johnny from Love is Wine season five. We have a
1: special guest on this week's episode of Out of the Pods, Johnny Morey.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Out of the Pods. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Johnny. We're so excited to have you.
2: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, I feel like I kind of know y'all already. I feel like I'll probably get that a lot. <laughs> I feel like I already know y'all and I have never met y'all. It's funny
1: because I feel like we know you to some extent, but I'm (laughs) super excited to get to know you even further
0: today. Yes. I feel like, Johnny, you and I know each other pretty well because you you and I have chatted a little bit via DMs um, yes. when your season was coming out. So I'm so excited that you are on Out of the Pods, and we are very honored to have you. We always ask this question, though, for everyone from Love is Blind who comes on our podcast, but how did you get casted on Love is Blind Season 5?
2: So um, a casting producer actually split in my DMs on Instagram. Um, Interesting. my, yeah, my working theory is I think they found me on the dating app and then my name's pretty unique. So I think he found me on Instagram and, um, would me on Instagram and he sent me a voice message actually. And was like, Hey, have you ever heard of love is fine? And I was like, yeah, who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, um, I thought, it, I think everyone probably thinks that might be a scam. Um, So I thought it might be a scam, but I was like, he's not asking for my credit card information or my social security number. So until it gets (laughs) to that point, I'll follow through. So I sent um, a voice message back and then we had a phone call and it all just kind of progressed from there.
1: Wait, so why did you decide to do the show when you got the opportunity?
2: Um, To me, it made a lot of sense because I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I don't think people really understand that this the this show is almost like a matchmaking service. Like these aren't just random people. You take a very long and extensive compatibility test. And I've never used a matchmaker before. So I was like, this sounds amazing to me. Like you're going to match me with someone who you think I share values with. Um, that sounds like a much better <laughs> alternative to the dating app.
0: We've talked about it on this podcast before in that like it's not random people that are chosen for the show there is a compatibility factor and we go through multiple yeah. tests to make sure that there are potential matches for everyone. Right. Who do you think your potential matches were? Like paper matches is what we Deep D and I call them like in yes. that they like our perfect matches on paper.
2: So this is one of this is why you see me getting confused because I realized after izzy ended things with me that chris was my perfect paper match and i was like shit Mm. i'm like i literally said i date slightly younger guys who are like very nice and like dependable and i want them to love animals and i want them yeah he just chris and i both agree which we actually said this at the reunion and they cut it we both agree we were our number one compatibility match in the pods um but they they cut that out real quick
1: (laughs) oh man of Um, course it doesn't fit the narrative yeah
2: so then Chris um I actually there was this guy named Connor who he was actually um his at the end of the day his main match was Miriam Connor was one of the people the first day he was towards the end of the day and I was really tired and I think it was the same kind of mentality I almost had with Chris where I was like he seems really nice I don't know if there's the chemistry for me, um, but then looking back, I was like, "Oh, he was—he was one of the nice guys. He was one of the good ones. Um, maybe I should have given him a chance."
0: Deep D, didn't you think that Nick Thompson was your paper match? So Nick from our season who married Danielle. But we—I <laughs> okay, didn't think
1: that. Someone said
2: that to me. A producer said that to me, and I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I wish. I always after so after filming wrapped and y'all saw how much of a mess that was i was like i wish a producer would just tell me who my paper matches were supposed to be so i could see if i want to talk to that person in real life like at least we're compatibility yeah. matched already um but yeah no i think i actually sh- i had three i would say three very strong connections um and you only see two of them but but izzy was always I guess my strongest, what I felt at the time was my strongest emotional connection. Yeah. Actually,
1: let's get into it. So your two matches, um, notably on the show, obviously are Izzy Mm -hmm. and Chris. And it seems like they're pretty opposite. So can you walk us through why those were your top people? Like what happened
2: in the pods? So the thing is they seem opposite, but like what I was hearing was kind of similar so okay leading up to going on this show um i had this phrase stuck in my mind which is relationships aren't 50 50 they're 100 100 um because Mm -hmm. if you get into a 50 50 relationship it's transactional but if you you should be giving your all your partner should be giving their all um and this this is like my mantra going yeah (laughs) I was like going to the show. I was like, "This is my mantra, 100, 100." So the first day, Izzy was my second date. I think I walk in and I'm like, "What are you looking for?" And he goes, "I'm looking for a partnership that's 120, 120." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. I was like, "Not only is okay. he, yeah, I was like, not only is, is he saying like what my mantra has been going into this, but he's like upping it a little. He's like say i 'Say, I'm gonna give.'" more than my all and I want my partner to give more than my all and I was just like mm-hmm. clearly like y'all are saying I was like clearly this is a paper match. <laughs> like we probably put this shit in yeah. our little compatibility test. Yeah. like I want nice. a partner who's gonna meet me like give their all like I'm always the caretaker I don't want to be that anymore I want someone who's going to be there for me and we were both yes. saying that um so I think what you see What's weird is like watch when I watch the show, I see the hallway moments where Izzy's like more like the party boy and like, they're like, woohoo, like, just, like in the hallway. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's not what I was getting. What I was getting in the pods was like I, someone who he was talking about going to therapy. He was talking about wanting a dependable. He was saying all the things that I had been saying. And so I very quickly got wrapped up in what he was saying. Um, mm-hmm. And so Izzy, as you do, yes, Izzy was my number one. From, yeah, exactly. From day one, Chris, the first day, he was actually like my number eight. Um, okay. I was like, he seems nice. This was, it was like a very, it was a comfortable conversation. Um, seems like a nice guy. I didn't really have anything else to go off of. I couldn't even remember what he did because mm-hmm. it's like commercial project manager for commercial development. So I went in the next time and I was like, "What? what is that you do again? <laughs> say all those very general words again, please. Yeah, I didn't write them down. I didn't write them down. But yeah, so Chris was the slow burn, which I now recognize is or what I identify more as a healthy dynamic in, in mm-hmm. the pause and in real life. Um, you should be slowly getting to know one another crit or Izzy is what I would describe as, um, he was an immediate emotional reaction that I now recognize as anxiety. (laughs) Um, Mm. I was, Mm, I was interesting. Yeah. I was confusing. I think there's this quote that's like, um, chemistry is based off, um, your nervous system's history so because i have yeah. a back yeah it's like chemistry is your nervous system recognizing something familiar so that's mm-hmm. what happened with izzy and i was like but because he was saying the right things like the one twenty, one twenty, and i was feeling the emotional reaction i was thinking oh they found me my perfect compatibility <laughs>
1: Exactly. And,
2: and yes. I, yeah, and I had blinders on, um, big blinders, which we can get to all that. So,
1: yeah, I think you kind of nailed it, though. It's like that's exactly what dating in a nutshell is too. Is <laughs> like you're like you get so excited, but then you start to understand that their actions are so different than their words, and the pods are like so frustrating sometimes because it's so easy to be whoever you want to be in the pods and say whatever you want to say but like the actions do not
2: align you know later down the road i've heard like i heard y'all discuss it with renee and i think maybe some other episodes but like i know the whole premise is like is love blind? and me looking at this experiment like i agree with y'all like Love is not blind. Like it has nothing to do with physical appearance. Love is not blind in the sense that I can't go in a room and talk to someone giving me their sales pitch about who they are as a person. Um, and choose who I'm going to be married to based off that because it doesn't take very long to realize like you are not the person you have to be very self aware. Like that's why I walked in. And I was like, Hey, I'm not that great in some ways <laughs> because I didn't want to give. <laughs> I didn't want to give my sales pitch. I wanted to say, look, this is who I am. Like, do you like me for who I am? <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people go in there like, this is who I would like to be perceived as. Um, yes. And then you pick them based off that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I think that Deep D and I kind of went through that. I think, you know, it, it's tough when you are dating other people Men who are either really good conversationalists or they're painting that picture like that they're a really good fit for you or that they're someone that they don't actually end up being in real life. Yeah. Um I think that Deepji and I went pretty honest. Like, I remember someone asked me, "Like, well, how would you rate yourself? Like, out of ten? Like, in terms of looks?" And I'd be like, "A solid fucking four. And Like, you know, you're just like, <laughs> you're yeah, you're I know, you're but I was like, "The most person I know." <laughs> but in, I, my, in my eyes, I'm like, I'm not gonna over ever oversell myself. If anything, no. I'm just gonna try to be as like honest and as like this is who I am. And if anything, like yeah. undersell myself because, like, it's- yes. yes.
1: Wait, so Natalie, do you, have you seen? Uh, that's why uh, some women put like not as attractive photos of, of themselves on dating apps. I Be that. like, meet me at my worst. I do you do that. that. I, do
2: I did, that. Did, did that. I guess I should I should clarify. I did that because I was so scared of meeting up with someone from a dating app and then thinking I was less attractive than my photos. So I was like, I'm gonna put yeah. what I think as reasonable or like below reasonable for my appearance.
1: Quick pause here because we need to give a shout out to HelloFresh. If y'all have been following along, you know Natalie and I are in our wellness era. <laughs> <laughs> Which means eating out less and cooking at home more. That's why we've been loving HelloFresh. It's so convenient because HelloFresh does all the shopping for you and does the meal prep. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep, pre portioned, and ready to cook. You also get these amazing pictured step by step recipe cards. It's so easy.
0: It is so easy. I 100% agree. If you guys need recommendations on what to get from HelloFresh, my favorite items are from their limited time fall flavors line. So I just had their apple cider cake with caramel sauce, which was unbelievable. And then also their barbecue pulled pork nachos. And we're going to share a code for you guys, which is still very much active. So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 out of the pods and use code 50 out of the pods for 50% off plus free shipping. D, can you repeat that for our listeners?
1: Yes, that is HelloFresh.com slash fifty out of the pods and use code fifty out of the pods for fifty percent off plus free shipping.
2: No, but I wanna I do I do wanna hit this at some point because I also am not to be honest, like I have confidence from like I build my confidence from keeping promises to myself. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't build my confidence for my physical appearance. Like, I don't think I'm not attractive. Um, I'm very aware of my double chin. I'm like very aware of like, everyone has those things that they pick out about themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I want to get into this about the Stacey claiming the physical appearance stuff because none yeah. of that's true, but I was like, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to hit some uh, Absolutely. Of that. We have all the time. No, we <laughs> were gonna ask you about
0: that. We were gonna uh-huh, ask yeah. you about that for sure. Um and you know, we we can actually go right into it, you know. Um, you know, Stacy did make that Instagram post after the reunion episode dropped mm-hmm. that, you know, stated um you bashed her as a person mm-hmm. as well as her physical appearance. And one of the things that she also said in that Instagram post is that. You said, quote, if Izzy chooses Stacey, he's going to be disappointed at Reveal because she's not hot, end quote. You know, is that true? Did you say those things about her?
2: No. And I have, I have multiple thoughts about this. Um, so I have, some, I have two overarching thoughts, and then we can get into the specifics. The overarching, overarching thought number one is people will rewrite history to avoid accountability. Mm. overarching thought too is um, she has never not once not one single time tried to come to me privately and have a conversation she has publicly and privately admitted that everything she's basing her opinion on is the talk of other people and rumors but never once has mm. tried to ask me what I said three she did not address this at the reunion, which, um, which we filmed prior to the episode airing of her, um, her and I's, I will call it kindly a discussion at the barbecue. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. we filmed the reunion before those episodes aired. Um, so she did not see what the public reaction was. I'll just let people draw the conclusions from that, that they will. And then, so those are the main like overarching conclusions. The, um, I have specifics as to what I think she's basing these um, accusations off of, because I'm assuming it was a game of telephone and she heard some things and I know the things I said, so I know what I think. She heard, if that makes sense. Um, So I can get into the specifics of that. The day before Izzy broke up with me um, was the first day we discovered we went to the same gym. Um, So he he named the gym and the address. And we are both like avid gym goers. So we were like, we could have run into each other in person before, like not known. And so Izzy goes um what if you're my gym crush telling me one he has a gym crush and like two i was already like great i'm already competing with woman i don't even know no but he goes as he goes what if you're my gym crush and um this whole time i had not told him a single thing about my appearance not skin color hair color eye color race anything i was I was all in for the experiment. and um, My name is kind of weird. So I was like, maybe they'll assume I'm white, but no one will really know. Um, anyways, so he says, what if you're my gym crush? And I said, what does she look like? And he goes, blonde. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, clearly not me. And he likes blondes. Um, and then it was not long after that, it was the next day he broke things off with me. Um, and so to me, I'm like we had had the other discussions about um like my ex, but that was all before that. So to me, I was like, it. I actually feel like he broke things off with me because I wasn't blonde. Um, so the conversation mm-hmm. I walk into with Renee, Taylor, and Aaliyah that they only showed a part of, I actually said, I think Izzy ended things with me over superficial reasons. I was like, I think he thinks I'm not going to be his type physically. And I was like, and that's not what this experiment is about. Like I've kept everything under wraps so long. And the second I revealed I was brunette, he was like, no. And then Renee actually said, Carter told me that Izzy said he likes blondes. And that he was going to end things with you because you weren't blonde. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, huh. I was kind of validated. That's why whenever you see me being like, I, when I say like, I feel like he's not going to be happy with her, I was saying, I feel like actually emotionally compatibility wise, I didn't think they were going to be compatible based off who I knew, Stacey to be in lounge and Izzy to be in the pods, which, I've already apologized for, like, I do understand it's not my place to say those things, but I did believe those things to be true. I think I said them in a way that was like, mm, I got broken up with and now I'm like pissed off. So like, people mm-hmm. read that a certain way. Um, but Renee actually validated like, yeah, Carter told me he likes blondes. Like Stacy said, she was a cheerleader of blondes. And I he heard picked, Stacey
0: said that in the pods a lot, like yeah. about how oh, she was a cheerleader and stuff. Yeah.
2: So that's hmm. when you see me getting upset, it's because I wasn't bashing Stacy's physical appearance. I was saying I think Izzy picked her for superficial reasons. But I mean, if you want to qualify that, I guess you could say on like a general scale that I'm commenting on Stacey's appearance which I'm guessing is what someone went back and told her like as a game of telephone. And she was like, Johnny was saying, cause I did, I did say, I don't think, well, Renee was the one who said they're not going to last a month, but I did agree. And honestly, on a personal level, I do think it's okay to see a couple and say, I don't think they're that compatible. I don't think that's actually that insane of a remark to say. So that was, my viewpoint, I was like, I don't know if they're actually like, I think he picked her because she's blonde. I think he's going to get a little ways into this and be like, damn, I had a stronger emotional connection with Johnny. Did I mess things up? There's just so many things here. But like, when Stacy actually came at me at the barbecue, it was not about the thing she's now claiming about physical appearance. She said, I heard you don't like my character. And that's when I said, you're right. I said that. I don't like your character. Like I told you things and I feel like you used it in the pods to go for Izzy. And I find that deceitful. And I owned up to mm-hmm. all that. And they just, all they showed was me saying, I think you're deceitful. I think, you're... <laughs> but like I was owning up to what she was accusing me of. Um, and then now she's coming up with a new argument because people didn't back her on that, you know, um, Mm -hmm. you
0: know, even though I'm not sure if it's the right thing. I think that when we make statements about other people's connections in the pods, it is just the name of the game of being in the pods. We saw bliss do it to Irina, Mm -hmm. right. in her dates with Zach, she made comments about Irina's character and, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, like Shana made comments about my relationship with Shane. And quite honestly, I think that they were valid based on her perception. And also the fact that my relationship with Shane was impacting her relationship with Shane in the pods. Like it's just the name of the game. And I feel like Stacy cool. kind of has to like, let that go. <laughs> um, but one thing I will also say is you hear that from Stacey a lot. She Is always like, I heard it from someone. I heard it from someone. I heard it from someone. And it's like, be a big girl and have the conversation with you, you, Johnny. Yeah.
2: Once she has never, yeah, she has never tried to have the conversation, um, which is the main thing that bothered me because I would have told her, like, I think what she's talking about is, well, I mean, we don't like each other. So, like, the character comments, I did tell her to her face. If she wants to ask about the, physical characteristics I will say it was about her being blonde and telling them that she was a cheerleader and so I thought I mean if anything I think that was more a shot at Izzy I was saying I think he's choosing her for superficial reasons um but I guess my final thought on the entire thing is for me let's assume I said the worst about Stacey let's assume I said she was ugly let's like literally let's assume I said she's ugly Izzy's not going to be happy with her I don't think the way she approached me at the barbecue was appropriate I don't think her her coming at me saying you're a shit person um everyone here hates you leaving me there to cry I was told it doesn't even show this Izzy and Stacey danced out of the barbecue they were so pleased with themselves for shutting me down I'm going to get emotional they were so pleased with them. they were I'm sorry. I know like this whole it's show funny. and everything, I've been very emotional, but it was very hard. Um but my whole point was let's assume I did the worst. Let's assume I actually did what they say I did. Um, sorry. I don't I don't think yeah. anyone deserved- No, you didn't deserve that at all. Shit. <laughs> sorry i don't it's okay Okay, take your time yeah so my whole deep breath okay my whole point is uh, let's assume i actually said stacy was ugly (laughs) that i don't think i I mean i don't think they were compatible so that i stand by but i would never say the things about the physical appearance because of what i said earlier i think that presupposes that i think i'm hot shit which i do not (laughs) Um, so I would never talk down on someone else's appearance. Um, but assuming I did, I don't think the way they came at me is excusable, um, in any way. And I actually, um, I was expecting Stacy to give me a fakeable. <laughs> Me too. She should have. I, I, felt- I was really hoping. Yeah, like so.
1: Like actually, at the reunion, I saw that Izzy mm-hmm. at least was like, "Hey, like I shouldn't have spoken to you in that way." That's mm-hmm. what I appreciated him saying. I really was hoping that Stacy would do the same thing. Watching her behavior at the barbecue was actually extremely disappointing. I wanted to really root for her, but like. There's just moments that I'm just like, that's just not how you treat another human being. (laughs) And it's not okay. Like, telling somebody you're a shit person, who are you to say anything? And who is everybody? You know what I mean? Like, that just, like, bothered me so much.
2: I was so... I think I was caught off guard. I was like, you see me, like, does anyone else hear this? Is anyone else going to say, like, this is insane? But, like... My main one of my main regrets is like very much internalizing what they were both saying to me at the barbecue, which is why I even now, like I'm breaking down because I'm putting myself back in that situation, but I'm a lot stronger now. Mm -hmm. But my main regret is internalizing what they said and them making me question my own um, Mm self-worth, which is what they wanted. I think <laughs> that's maybe too, too hard of a shot, but I wish I would have been like, no, that's not true. You're not going to tell me who I am. You're not going to tell me I'm sketchy. Um, but I'd just been through everything else with the pods and being kind of rejected twice and my self worth was low. Um, so it's not like I was in a very strong place as far as my confidence went to be like, no, I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to let you tell me these things.
0: LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Stacy didn't even give you a fake apology for her delivery um, yeah. in, in the way she spoke to you at that interview. And I think it says a lot about her character that she can't recognize what she did was wrong in the way she communicated how she felt at that moment was completely wrong. And I think it really does. It's a reflection of her immaturity as a person. I did um, have a follow-up question to that. Mm. um, I would say that fight between you, Izzy, and Stacey at the barbecue. Like, were you surprised at Mm -hmm. how hard they came at you or like kind of like this vendetta that Izzy had against you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So to me, like kind of how I've been explaining Izzy and I's relationship. When he ended things with me, I was hurt, but I actually felt like the blinders fell off. And I was like, oh, that wasn't my paper match. Like that wasn't the person I was most compatible with. Um, mm-hmm. And then this is not the the purpose of Love is Blind. But when I saw Chris in person, I was also very sexually <laughs> attracted to Chris. Like we met and there was so much emotional and physical chemistry that I was like, to me, Izzy didn't matter which mm-hmm. I don't think people really understand that I was Chris and I were both like, Oh shit. Like we were supposed to be each other's matches. Um, so we met at the airport and we continued dating from there. So my perspective was I'm going into this barbecue with Chris and it's going to be a little awkward and they're probably going to want to want me to have a conversation with Izzy, but I'm just going to wish him the best. Um, and when you say they, do you can, mean like,
0: producers?
2: Yeah, Yeah. of course. (laughs) I'm like, when they invited me back, I knew they wanted me. Izzy and I had never spoke in person before that day. Um, so like, I'm not going to act like I didn't know they wanted me to talk to Izzy. Like I knew I was probably going to have to have that conversation, but to me, um, I was, I was genuinely in love with Chris. I don't know if people really understand that from the edit because he looks like my second choice. But at that time, um, I was very all in and I was trying to make things up to him. Um, So when we went back, I was actually like, okay, well, I thought Chris and I were going to end up together. And I was like, this will be good because we can go back together and then people won't be surprised when we're like married or engaged like two years from now on our own timeline, mm-hmm. because on the show, it ends up, it ends with us breaking up. So I was like, people are going to be very confused <laughs> when we're like, hey, we're in a relationship. Um, so so I was like, we're going to go back, um, just be cordial with everyone. And I think you can kind of see that when I walk into that conversation with Izzy. I'm like, you're happy with Stacey. I'm happy with <laughs> Chris. Can we move on from this conversation? Like, that was what I thought it was going to be. And it was not at all. I was zero yeah, percent prepared no. for um, um, the way because I, I people also they dropped this those episodes over two weeks. But that was one night for me. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have that conversation with Izzy and I'm like, whoa, which th- what they cut out of that conversation was what he was actually mad about what he was accusing yeah, what was he what he was accusing me of is having multiple number ones what so he was it's, Does he know how the pods work like yeah <laughs> no well that's the whole purpose <laughs> well so they cut all that out but what he was saying was oh you had me as number one you had Josh as number one you had Chris as number one and I was like no I was like what I was like well, well that's why you hear me say you were always my number one I'm still making shit up to Chris for being my number two. Like everyone's aware of, like, I hate this like ranking of people, but everyone's aware of my ranking. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I'm like, it shouldn't have mattered to him who my number one was. But he was coming at me very hard about him thinking he wasn't my only number one. So then I walk out of that conversation. Talk to Chris. You see me kind of like break down there. Um, and then so much is happening at that barbecue that at some point I'm talking to Lydia and Maris is there. And Maris goes, oh, look, like Chris is inside. And I look and it's Chris. And then Izzy is sitting next to him. And Stacy was standing over him, like gesturing like this. And I had mm-hmm. just had that conversation with Izzy where he was basically telling I mean, he, he said, you're sketchy as fuck. And I'm like, why is this couple on either side of my boyfriend, um, like going in at him right now? And so I didn't know if they were, I didn't know what was happening, but I just had just known what had just happened to me. So I walked in, Maris really goes, you need to go support him. And I was like, you're right. I need to go support him. (laughs) Um, so I walked in and that's why you see me being like, is everything okay here? I did have my assumptions. (laughs) On what was happening. Um, do you, and yeah.
1: Johnny, do you think that, do you think that Izzy's anger was not even anger? Do you think that the reason why he came at you like that was because he was protecting P- Chris? Because that's his whole thing is like, oh, well, Chris is my really good friend and I'm looking out for him. No. And that's why. And then he kissed you. you no, know, I acted
2: I- like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that later. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I hate to assume anyone's intentions. Yeah. I do. I hate to assume, but if I was going to guess, that would be at the bottom of the list of the reasons why. Like I could guess a whole a whole host of reasons why. Um, I think maybe. What
1: would be your first guess? <laughs>
2: um, oh, I mean, I've heard a lot of the speculations now, and like, I think my main guesses would be that either he was trying to make Stacy feel comfortable by shitting on me
0: that's what it seems like that there was were my un-
2: guess yeah it's either it's it's either that or there were unresolved emotional feelings on his end actually i had a i had an interview that night that they didn't show and they said why do you think because i was distraught <laughs> Um, and they were like, why do you think Izzy and Stacy came at you so hard? And I remember like looking out like over the whole like pool and looking back and just being like, I think they're fighting. Like, that's all I know. I was like, I know there are internal issues within their relationship because I don't know why if they were happy and good that I would walk in here tonight and be attacked that hard. So I'm like, I don't know. If it was to make Stacy feel secure, I don't know if Izzy was questioning his choice. I like there are a whole host of reasons. All I knew, I was like, all I can tell you is I can assume they are not doing well between the two of them, because I don't know why you would come at me that hard if you were. I agree. And interestingly
1: enough, they did get into a fight that that night, it seemed like, right yeah. after the barbecue.
0: So yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too, that he – well, my assumption was that he wanted to give some sort of validation to Stacey or make her feel more comfortable considering you were in the room. Because she does make a comment on the show um, during their fight after mm-hmm. the barbecue where she's all like, well, something about you about like, well, you know, like she mm-hmm. was like someone – to you. She says that to Izzy. Um so she mentions yeah. she mentions like that she has some sort of insecurity I'm um about me. you. And so yeah, and the and the way mm. Izzy, you know, kind of like, you know, he got turned on by the way like Stacey put you down. Like it was kind of all yeah. sick. So um yeah. I I always assumed yeah, it so that's had to do. Whole <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was not a good look for them. And I think that's where really yeah. the public tide changed on people's view about Izzy and stacy I think in that moment, especially for me, that's when I was like, yeah, they don't really have great character. Um it's mm-hmm. it's super interesting though about Izzy. You know, I, I know he uses the reason like he's just trying to be a good friend to Chris, but I hate to bring this up and fast forward. You and Izzy <laughs> kissed um, you mm-hmm. know, a few weeks after you and um and Chris ended and after filming ended. Um
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but speaking about that kiss what was also very interesting is the fact that that even happened because izzy seems like he has this like ongoing mm-hmm. vendetta against you you know you kind of see that at the reunion yeah. where yeah. he he always has stacy's back you know um but then he also says that you can, and with the statement, yeah,
1: and with the statement he Po- reposted her story yeah. or her post and said mic drop. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> but I was like yeah. well, why would you kiss someone that you, you know, clearly don't like? He even said at the reunion you guys stayed friends, but I was like, uh it doesn't it seemed like you guys are yeah. friends. So what's your status with him? Like what happened?
2: Yeah. So, so
0: oh, great question. <laughs> yeah.
2: The story doesn't make sense because I think he's telling inconsistent stories, to be honest. Um so, on my end, it had been multiple weeks since uh, the first time. Okay. First time I met up with Izzy, it had been multiple weeks since I had found out Chris had cheated on me. It was the week Stacy said no to him at their wedding. That was on a Sunday. That Saturday, um, I went to the bar that's walking distance from my house. Aliyah was in town because she's a traveling nurse. She had moved to San Francisco, and she was staying in my guest room. So Aaliyah and I were like, okay, let's walk to the bar. It's a Saturday night; we have nothing to do. I'm trying to entertain my friends. We walk in, and like the entire male cast is there. And I was like, what is my life? Yeah. So they were all out celebrating someone's birthday. Um, Chris is there. I'm just like, okay, not having that conversation. Izzy actually wasn't there when we first walked in. I'm Mm. like, phew. Yeah, <laughs> you're like not
1: after that barbecue. <laughs> I know that
2: feeling, Natalie. You and I yes. know that feeling so
0: well. <laughs> we're like,
2: oh, after yeah. I was like, that's the literally the only time I've talked to him in person. Um, so he's not there. I'm like, okay, we're good. I was like, Aaliyah, let's go to the other side of the bar. Let them do their thing. Um, what happens at the time? Lydia was kind of like cool with Aaliyah and I, so she came over with Milton. They were together married obviously um so they come over the rest of the male cast kind of funnels over um at one point Izzy, yeah exactly it was i was like are they filming this is so awkward (laughs) um but so it's the rest of the male cast um izzy does show up and i'm like i just kind of like scoot to the other side of the group i'm like making my space um and then he pointedly came up to me mm. and he said, mm. yeah, he said, he said, do you want to talk? And I, to me, I'm thinking we've talked once and that did not go so well. Yeah, <laughs> Like it did not oh. go, did not go so well. But one thing about me is like, I'm not like, I will be emotional. I will do my thing, but like, I'll step up to the plate and like try. And I'm so I'm like, okay, let's have this conversation. So he's like, okay, come outside. We go outside, we're talking, he's asking me about the rumors he's heard about whatever, like did you have other number ones? Did you have this? I was like, No, it was always you. Like oh I my think there gosh. were rumors going around. Like who
0: cares? Yeah.
2: It was just I was <laughs> a <That's laughs> point, yeah. Who
0: cares?
2: Well, well, he was trying he was trying to mend things. Oh, like it was got clear. It. Um, and I think if if I'm being fully honest with myself, I think my self-esteem was very low um hmm. because of everything i'd just been through so i was i think i was still trying to like prove myself and and like, yourself? i'm yes. like i'm like just see me for who yeah i'm like just see me who who i for who i really am like you're listening to all this yeah. talk i said it on the show i'm like it sounds like you're basing your opinion off talk like why don't you just talk to me and see what you think um yeah. So we're sitting outside, we talked for maybe 15 minutes and he was like, oh, you don't seem that sketchy. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> thank you. Like, that's I'm like don't me do that word wrong. Yeah. PPMC. No, so we're talking and then we have like an hour long conversation. I think he said that at the reunion we did. We were sitting outside for like 45 minutes to an hour, just like clearing the air. And at the end he was like, so what do you think about, us pursuing something and i said i'm gonna be honest i don't really trust you um and like we're gonna have to work through that and i i told him um i was like i'm not gonna sleep with you (laughs) because i don't know like what this what this advances but i told him like pretty quickly up front i was like um chris chris and i had an actual relationship and i'm not going to be that girl who's just dated everyone from the cast or like whatever else. It was like if you want to try to see if we're actually compatible, we can hang out and talk and see. Um, and so that's what happened. Like after that, we were good that night. He kind of tried to kiss me at the bar, and I was like, oh, to be a few people, because um, <laughs> I so was like too soon. Like I'm not saying that, yeah. you know. And Chris um, is there in the
0: room too. Yeah. So is he? Great friend, honestly. <laughs> you
2: <know>. Like what? <laughs> Yeah. So he kind of, yeah, I know exactly. That's why I'm like, I'll let everyone draw their own conclusions there, but he, that he, something tried to happen that night. I was like, no, but I kind of left it. I guess I would say I left the door open um, to just hanging out in the future. So we had like at the reunion, they kind of edited it. But what I was trying to explain was if I was like going out, I would invite Izzy out. Um, But we didn't plan like, official dates it was never like we were dating I was just trying to get a sense of who he was as a person in the real world and it didn't take very long before I was like no I was right this is not gonna work <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> wait what about it what about yeah
1: Izzy were you just like nah it's not gonna work like this is not compatible
2: so the same night that we kissed like it was a makeout like I'm not gonna underplay it but we were at the bars um, I hadn't driven. He was like, I'll take you home. My friend was actually there, one of my good friends. And she was like, are you sure about him taking you home? And I was like, yes. Wait, so this I was like, it's fine. Sorry
0: to interrupt. Just to clarify, this wasn't the same night where you hung out with like Aaliyah and the male no. cast. This was a separate no. night. No.
2: No. Okay. The first time we met we did not kiss. I was I was like I don't know about you yet. I don't know about you. That was kind of my mentality the whole time. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We're we're seeing. I'm giving you a chance cuz I yeah. my ego is low. <laughs> my self-esteem is low right now. And I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. No, also, but I <laughs> we're little off right now. <laughs> yeah. No, well that's what well, yeah, I was just like, I was, I, I said that to him. But I guess I left that out that night. I was like, you almost just got married to Stacey. Like, how am I supposed to know that you actually want an emotional connection with me right now? I don't think you yeah. are at a place where this could be a real thing. Um, That was my main thing. Yeah. I was like, you almost just got married to someone else. Like, why are you coming at me right now? Um, Yeah. Like, the intention is hard to understand
1: because, like, are you... Acting with a clear mind, or are you just hurt, kind of. Yeah, yeah and, like, and I, I was
2: like I don't want to be. <laughs> all
0: right, I was just saying, like you like, literally just got rejected at the altar, and now you're like <laughs> trying to go for you. I don't know. Yeah.
2: He's weird. And you told me, I'm like, you told me, you told me I'm a piece of shit, and then you got rejected <laughs> yeah. at the altar, and now all of a sudden you like don't think I'm a piece of shit anymore. Like I'm just like, okay, what is? I was like, I think we both need time to figure out what how we feel so then that night we like made out in his jeep at the bar but then he drove me home and we were outside of my house in his jeep um and we got in this big argument Ooh, about what like big argument it it started as him saying because i was saying i don't trust you based off everything that happened on the show and he was saying I don't want I want to sweep it all under the rug and start over and I don't want to talk about the show anymore I want to move on and I was like well our whole relationship is based off meeting on this yeah. show like I can't just yeah. listen, and the like- show's
1: about to come out
2: it's still it yeah. still not come it's not out yet yeah yeah well it wasn't about to, really to back really then it was a year and a half so we had oh, right
1: yeah <laughs> yeah true then.
2: but like it was on the horizon for sure you know yeah His whole mentality, which I do somewhat understand, was like, we need to get past it, move on. I need to know whether you trust me or not. And my whole mentality was, I don't know if I trust you yet. I don't feel great about what happened at that barbecue. I have other people telling... There was a lot of... (laughs) (laughs) All right, if we want to get into the real tea, y'all can decide if y'all want to air this or not. Milton told me that Izzy had another girl at the bachelor party.
1: Ooh, and they didn't even air the Bachelor
2: Bachelorettes this season, yeah, because they cut so yeah. many damn
0: couples out of the show. So, yeah, wow,
2: that's so. Crazy. Mil- Milton, Milton told me, "Don't go for Izzy. He's not trustworthy. I don't trust him." And me being dumb, okay. The thing is, like, I can't pursue a relationship with someone without, like, I had to tell Izzy because I had to be like, "Look, these are my concerns. I need you to tell me whether I should be concerned." So I told Izzy about my conversations with Milton um, Mm. and then that's where shit went awry because Milton got very upset with me for airing that and he was like, I was telling you as my bro and I was like, well, what am I just supposed to not I was pursuing if I had just. Milton wanted me to just cut things off with Izzy and not have the conversation and not say that he had said anything. I was trying to act. I was trying to pursue the connection with Izzy, so I was like, I have to figure out what's real and what's not and whether I can trust you. But Milton, Milton told me not to trust Izzy for one, which is also why mm-hmm. Milton, Milton, and I don't have a relationship anymore mm-hmm. because he's not happy about that, which I can kind of understand. Yeah. Um, yeah but at the same time it is um
1: again like the telephone game yeah. it's like milton can say that and like warn you but you have to go to the source to figure yeah. out like what's real no, but and what's i was not
2: i was getting a lot like the night the first night we talked at the bar where he was like trying to kiss me we were in this like u-shaped booth and this girl who happened to be in the booth with us was like hey she was like i went on a like dating app date with that guy she was like He is a red flag. Like, do not talk to him. So I was getting it. The fuck. I was getting it from all sides. Like people being like, "Don't trust Izzy. Don't trust Izzy." And I'm like, I kind of don't already, (laughs) based off my past dealings with him. So like, I think at the end of the day, the gist of it was I did not trust Izzy, and like, he was trying to like push to see if there was a connection there, and I was like, "There's not." But then, so the night we got in the big fight, I'm sorry, so many tangents. The night we got in the big fight, um, I eventually realized, I was like, hey, we don't agree on this. I was like, our fight's not even about what it originally started at, which is whether we should sweep the show under the rug or not. I was like, we're just arguing to argue. I was like, I'm getting, I'm feeling a lot of, um, I was like, I'm triggered like my past patterns. And I was like, I feel like this is exactly what I said. This is my past pattern. And I looked at him and I said, I'm sorry, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to do this to myself again. And I got out of his Jeep. Um, and it was very dramatic after that. I, again, won't go into it. Um, and again, he told me I was a piece of shit. Like, I was, it was terrible. Again, he, Yeah. He,
1: shut up. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's like, you know what it is? I I really feel like Izzy acts out of hurt mm-hmm. and same at the reunion. The reason why I feel like even after the reunion, he's like siding with Stacy so much is because he feels rejected by Stacy, mm-hmm. and he feels rejected by you in this moment. So he's, at, he's retaliating and like, it, I feel like it comes from a place of hurt. But again, I don't know, but that's
2: just what I'm interpreting it as. Two weeks later, he came back with an apology again. So like, I think I give Izzy a little bit of credit because he recognizes when he's doing these things, you know? Um, so it was from that point. point um, two weeks later, when he gave me the apology, we were like truth friends. We're not pursuing rom- a romantic connection. Um, I'm, I told him like, I'm here for you. Like I've been through, this isn't out there, but I've been through therapy for three and a half years. Like I'm very self-aware. I know what's going on with me. I see a lot of like, my anxiety issues and you we were there for each other the past year and a half and then a couple more a um, couple months before the reunion stacy like sl- slid in and i was like izzy do you not see she's just trying to be on good terms with you for the reunion cuz she knows it's about the air like she did not have you in her life this whole time suddenly this is about yes. the air and now she wants to be on good terms and izzy just fell in with all that
0: First, you guys try to pursue a relationship. And then you guys were cool for a year mm-hmm. and a half. And then Stacy slid back in, you know, try to be cordial with him. And then all of a sudden, he just dislikes you when the show comes out. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes.
2: So two parts, mainly, I would say that but around the same time. So Izzy and I were cordial um, and friends like he would actually ask me. Like he's saying he was asking Stacey for relationship advice. He would actually come to me for that stuff like the past mm-hmm. year and a half. And I would be very like open with him about what I thought were maybe the girl's issues and what I maybe thought were his issues. Um, but another part was I had started to distance myself out of respect for my relationship with Alex.
0: Mm, your current boyfriend.
2: Um, because as long as as long as it was friends. Right. Yeah. Alex, we can get into that too. Best guy ever. But um I, I feel like I know what's appropriate and what's not. And so I didn't have romantic feelings for Izzy. Alex knew we were cordial. Um, So we kept in contact, but when it, there was a point when Izzy and his last girlfriend broke up where I felt like it was the kind of advice he was asking for felt m- you know what when someone comes to you and it feels too intimate yeah it kind of got mm-hmm. to it got to that point and so out of respect for Alex I didn't really say anything to Izzy I just started withdrawing a little bit because I was like I'm cool being friends but I'm not your next option if that makes sense like mm-hmm. I'm not we're cordial like I think you're a good person I would never want to date you I love my boyfriend um around the same time that I was withdrawing Stacy popped back up Mm -hmm. um because the reunion was coming in and I think he just has to have someone in that role as like confidant or like someone he's interested in or I don't I don't know what it is I don't know how to explain it but he did he told me they were hanging out he told me like I'm cool with both of y'all I actually I kind of was like, okay, good. Like go to her for advice. Like I can step back and not have to be your therapist. <laughs> That's how yeah. it kind of felt. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: sorry, are you paying me? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. And so I was kind of like, okay, this is good. Like um but I didn't know up until the reunion that he was going to actually walk into the reunion and say, "Oh, I don't stand by my delivery, but I stand by saying she's sketchy as fuck." That's when I was just like, okay. Which is why yeah. I think you kind of see me at the reunion. I didn't really have a response. I was like, okay, well, I thought we were cool the past year, but maybe not. I don't know.
0: It's very strange that he consistently has Stacy's back, even though she also bashes him often about the whole finance, you know, situation. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, that that's just very, very weird. And, um, you know, uh That now you providing that contest makes it even more weird. Why Izzy acts the way that he does and why he says things about you in interviews. Okay, let's
1: switch gears because I am really interested to know what transpired between you and Chris. It was revealed at the reunion that... Chris cheated on you. Like, I was so pissed when I heard about this. I was like, honestly, genuinely angry. But can you walk us through what happened? Like, what transpired? I have a lot of thoughts, but let's start there.
2: <laughs> that barbecue... I know the whole timeline. That barbecue was on May 18th, which was a Wednesday. My birthday was May 21st. That Saturday. Um, Chris had to go out of town for a wedding. He never... One, it was a red flag to me, he never invited me. Yeah. Like I probably wouldn't have been able to go, but I was like, I feel like as your girlfriend, you should like extend the invite and at least know that I'm gonna feel like, oh no, I can't. (laughs) Two last minute, whatever. So he goes (laughs) he goes to the wedding. Um the whole next week he was I was trying to meet up with him, um, and he kept telling me he was having a lot of anxiety about the show. He literally Mm -hmm. sent me a text that was like, I've dropped 15 pounds. I feel sick. I'm staying with my mom. I just don't. He was like, I have a lot of anxiety like with you in the show and I felt terrible. So I was keeping my distance. Cause I was like, look, I'm here for you. Let me know when you feel good to connect. Like just trying to be very supportive. Yeah. Also still feeling guilty about the fact that I put him second. Um, then that Saturday, so it's Wednesday, Um, I haven't seen him. It's the following Saturday. That Saturday, I took my dog out. This is such a strange sequence of events, but I took my dog out. I ran into my neighbor who was my good friend and he was like asking me out for drinks. And I was like, actually I have a boyfriend. And he was like, well, I follow you on social media. I haven't seen any boyfriend. Like, I was like, well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know this is weird, but like, this is modern, (laughs) modern life. Um, And I was, Cause I'm actually very like open on social media too. And I was like, well, I can't post him for certain reasons. Like I was trying not to say we were on a reality TV show together. Um, and he said, what's his name? And I said, his name is Chris. And my guy friend also weird of him to admit, but he was like, He was like, I'm not gonna lie. He was like, This is weird. And he's like, but I saw Chris comment on one of your photos, and he was like, I had gone to his Instagram page and I like know what he looks like. And he was like, I saw him today at the pool with another girl making out with her. And I was just like, Oh my god,
1: what are the chances?
2: That is so. Literally, when this when it happened, one, okay, I will say I'm not religious, I consider myself spiritual. But it's I was doing. like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, this is either like a spiritual phenomenon or they're still filming. Like, this is so weird. Like, I still, looking back, it's still insane to me. I, my neighbor told me my boyfriend from the show was cheating on me because he saw him with the other girl, which
0: mm-hmm. is. That's wild. Yeah. Like, yeah, so, I can't like- even believe that. I mean, that's like divine intervention type of stuff.
1: No, I feel like the universe is literally on your side to be like, you need to know this information.
2: (laughs) Well, I found (laughs) out I was very upset, but I wasn't fully trusting of the story. So I texted Chris a very open ended text. And I said, I heard you were at the pool today. And I put dot, 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 like, kind of insinuating, like, I know you were there with someone else. And I wanted him to fill in the blanks So I would have confirmation um because this is just again what someone it was telling me so he didn't answer for like it like two hours and i said are you not even going to say anything and then he sent this text back which was like i think you're amazing i just fell back to what i knew i still oh see a future gosh. with you um i just i just am having right. just a lot of anxiety about you and the show Um, and I sent back, I wish y'all the best.
0: Wait, he said he still sees a future with you. So he didn't even like, so did he like admit on cheating on you when he said he fell back to what he knew? Like, what did he mean by that?
2: I'll just read you what he sent me because I feel like it fills in the blanks, but okay. I said, so this is May 28th, 2022. I said, so my friend saw you at the pool today, dot, dot, dot. And then like an hour and 40 minutes later, I said, are you not even going to say anything? He said, I'm sorry. I really am. Everything I told you was the truth. I wanted to be with you. I see my life with you in the future and know it would be perfect. You are amazing. I don't know what it is. And I tried to work through it. But I have this anxiety with you and about the show. I just fell back to what I know. And I apologize." That sounds like and a I very said, stupid answer. Yeah. I it said, doesn't make sense. I said, okay, well, clearly we're over. And I said, I wish all the best. And he never responded to that text up until recently. Never responded, never asked asked to speak in person. And that was the last I ever basically heard from him. Wow. He is okay. a, a reason, loser. He's a loser. So. Yeah. Uh, like it
1: doesn't make any sense because he's literally contradicting himself in the in the text message and then also at the reunion to sit there and say, "Oh, like my habit is basically I don't want to like let people down. Yeah. I don't want to disappoint people." And listen, I'm the same way. I'm a mm-hmm. people pleaser. I don't like doing that, but this isn't this is blatantly hurtful to you. Yeah. It's like absolutely crazy that he thought that it was acceptable in any way. And to love bomb you like that, to be like, Oh, I see a future. And like even at the reunion, I don't know how this made you feel, but I was kind of upset for him saying, Well, I love you And it's like, don't say those words. That's not I loved when Vanessa was like, Well if you love somebody, would you do this to them? It's like, No,
2: you wouldn't Yeah, he's a loser. With with all of that and like what you don't see, um, the reason he was always number two for me is because I, my intuition was telling me I didn't feel like he was all in, to be honest. Um, It doesn't Mm -hmm. show, but he told another girl that he loved her. Oh, wow. Um, Love that word. (laughs) Yeah. So in the that's Uh, in the lounge yeah in the lounge another girl which who knows i can't say that for sure happened i'm saying i heard talk in the lounge from another girl that he had said he loved her and that made me put my walls up with him early on which is why he was even though he comes across as very nice and saying the right things i Mm -hmm. was hesitant with him and so the main thing now i'm like i should have trusted that intuition and not again like i gave to me, I'm like, I gave Chris and Izzy a chance afterward when maybe I sh- I shouldn't have. Um, but yeah. I think that's okay,
1: though. So, I think yeah. that's okay. Like, from somebody who also dated somebody who thought I had a connection with, like, it just wasn't right. But if you didn't try, sometimes that's like, you're always going to wonder.
2: Yeah. You know? and it,
1: Quite honestly. I wasn't sure wrong.
2: if I could trust him or not, yeah. and I got the answer there. Yeah.
1: So... <laughs> exactly
0: and now you're in a happy loving relationship yeah. like you guys seem like you are on pretty good terms just based on your the way you conversed and um the way you conversed at the reunion so tell me a little bit about that
2: yeah um yeah i think and just, like i didn't appreciate that that he didn't kind of like try to discuss anything with me a year and a half ago when i found out like i would have app- appreciated more of an explanation um but i think part of the reason i'm so forgiving is because going into the reunion um i hadn't seen him in a year and a half and we were standing like behind this little veil like about to walk on stage and i haven't seen like Izzy and I had been cordial, but then I knew he was like close to Stacy again. I haven't seen Stacy since the barbecue, like literally no discussion. So Chris and I are standing back there. um, And I turned to him and I said, I feel like I'm walking into the lion's den. Um, I was Mm -hmm. so, you might not see it, but I was so nervous. Um, And so I was just like, I need to say it. And so I said it to him and he goes, I've got you. I've got your back. I've got your back. And at that point, I was also still, um, I was very unsure about outing Chris for cheating because I was like, I don't know how this Mm -hmm. is going to go down. Like the edit, he looks so nice. Like if he doesn't admit it, I don't want it to be. He said, she said,
0: so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have
2: Stacy on one side. I have this guy who cheated on me on the other. I'm like balancing so many emotions. So when I'm sitting on the couch, like, when you see Chris and I have that side conversation, Stacy had started to give her answer. And I realized that she was not going to apologize. And I, like, physically was getting, like, tense and uncomfortable. And um, to Chris's credit, he could tell. And he turned to mm-hmm. me and he said, are you okay?
0: Oh, I was going to ask you about like that. what you guys were whispering yeah. about while she was speaking. Was that what he, he was, like, yeah. telling you? Yeah.
2: He well, he goes, Are you okay? And in that moment I ignored I did ignore what Stacy was saying, but I was thinking about um I had outed Chris for cheating and we had never talked about it. And like to be honest, I do feel very guilty about telling the world that he cheated on. I know that's weird, um, but I feel like I'm labeling him as like a cheater. And to, mm-hmm. and because I do like People are so multidimensional that I was like, I felt really bad about how, but I was like, I knew they were going to ask why we ended. And I, so I was like, I just have to be honest. And so when he turns to me and he goes, are you okay? I immediately, I said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And he was you like, to protect him. yeah, I said, I'm so sorry. And he said, it's your truth. It's okay. It's your truth. And I was like, I know, I'm just, I was like, I know, I'm so sorry. Like I, I said that too. I think I was like, I just have to be honest. I don't know what else to do. Like, cause I didn't even know like how, what else to tell them about why we, like, that's why we had broken up. And I knew they were going to say like, why did you break up? What am I supposed to be like? I didn't really like the guy. Like there wasn't, that's exactly. not and honest. Like, incompatibility. Yeah. yeah. And mm. I was like, I was genuinely in love with him. So I was like, I don't know what to say other than the truth. Um, And then he goes i don't know what stacy said and i was like i don't either it doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) Which that's kind of that's kind of petty but like i did know like she wasn't going to apologize. like it was clear from how she started that it was going to be like a pr speech about why she thinks i deserved what i got and i was like i really don't need to listen to you tell me why you think i deserve the treatment you gave me again so maybe it was disrespectful but i also to be honest, I don't think she deserved the respect. Um, yeah. Again, it speaks to how you need
1: context to understand. And that's why I'm so excited that we got to talk to you today. Because mm-hmm. that was one of the things I was like, it did come off a little re- disrespectful in the way that they edited it too. But mm-hmm. I understand your perspective now. And if someone's just sitting next to you trying to comfort you, you're not going to ignore them. You're just like, oh, hey, like I, it's okay. I'm doing okay. Hey. Especially yeah. when she's like attacking you. To so honest, I totally get
2: it. It was more important to me because Chris and I don't talk. So it's not like that mm-hmm. we have this relationship behind scenes. Like I have a significant other. He has a significant other. Like we don't talk that much. So it was more important to me in that moment to be like, I said it. I'm sorry. I hope you can understand that. I just need to tell my truth and like us clear that moment than it was for me to hear. Like I, I, at the end of the day, I, I knew what Stacey was going to say by the beginning of her, her speech. And that's why I still responded to it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I keep my subtitles on on my Netflix. So like the first time or when I watched it, I couldn't see what Chris and I were saying. But the weird yeah, thing is, know. if you turn the subtitles off, then like they actually show like the love is Blind or oh. Netflix people actually put oh. like... Yeah, so it's the opposite. If you don't put the subtitles, the subtitles show what Stacey and Izzy are saying. Okay, but that's if you turn what... it off, it shows it shows Chris and I's conversation. You can see he, um, it doesn't show him initiating it and saying like, are you okay? But it shows me being like, I'm so sorry. And then Chris is like, you were just telling your truth. You're just telling your truth. And I was like, I know, but I'm still so sorry.
0: I missed <laughs> that. Then he's I like, have subtitles don't- on because I was on the plane. So yeah.
2: I, I always have my subtitles on, so I didn't see it. So I actually saw it on, like, another page that reposted it. They were like, by the way, here are the, here are the subtitles for Chris and Johnny's conversation. Everyone was like, oh, we thought they were talking shit about Stacey. They were just, like, making up or, like, thought. being cordial <laughs> on yeah, the side. But that's, um,
0: oh, man. I, um, you know... I'm so glad that you came on this podcast because I think you provided a lot of context that was missing. I think that kinetic content in Netflix Mm. is trying to like rehabilitate Izzy's image just because he is on perfect match season two. Um, And, and so Mm. I think they, it seems like they cut a lot of like a lot of your story, which would have made a little bit more sense though. I do feel like most viewers are, I, you know, I hate saying sides, but are mostly on your side. Anyways, um, but it yeah. seems like you're very like forgiving and empathetic, and I think that's always like refreshing to see because we know how stressful it is to be yeah. on this show, um, especially when you're dealing with, you know, this ongoing tension with Stacy and Izzy and maybe other castmates, um, and especially what you yeah. went through with Chris. Like, uh, if I was in your shoes, I think I would have ripped him a new one at the reunion. But good for you for <laughs> keeping you know, staying graceful, um, cause I know I wouldn't yeah. be able to, um, but we have two more questions for you. Tell us about your new relationship. Yeah. Tell us about your boyfriend, Alex.
2: Oh, he's, um, I feel like the girl who cried wolf at this point. It's like, I can't, I can't say like someone or people are like, you're not allowed to be in love again. <laughs> no, but <laughs> the internet's a wild place. Uh, it is a wild place. Like I didn't go on the show looking for love. Um, no, but, um, Let's see. We met on Bumble. Okay. So okay. I sent him a voice message. It's the first and only voice message I've ever sent. Um, so I do like, we know the pods are everything they are, but like, I guess one thing I did learn was like, you get a lot more, you can tell a lot more about who someone is by their voice and like how their competence level, their mannerisms through right. their voice versus a text message. So mm-hmm. I sent, the voice message he sent one back and i was like oh i like this <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so nice and confident um yeah so that was um all good he gives me crap because he says i swipe left on him five times before <laughs> we, we met because <laughs> I, like I used to delete the there. app oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. well like, okay let me, i have hinge And Bumble and I would delete them like once every like one to two months because I would just be like, I'm tired of this. I don't know if y'all have been through this. No, I I haven't. (laughs) I don't even get on dating apps anymore because I'm like, uh, I can't. (laughs) Since
1: before Lozbun, I haven't been back on.
2: (laughs) No, because Yeah. So I would delete them and be like, I'm taking a break. And then so I met Alex. Like I had um, Chris and I had had our thing and had been at like three or four months. I was like, I'm going to get back on Bumble. Um, sent him a voice message. His back was like super sweet. We met um the first date and I would say like maybe he won't like me saying this, I would say it made a lot of sense on paper. Um, and I was like, but I'm not getting the like chemistry reaction and I, but then like that's what I learned, is like I walked out and I was like, Wait, this is how it should be. I was like like normal yeah I was like I don't know this person yet I shouldn't be having a strong emotional reaction I shouldn't be attaching to them I shouldn't feel anxiety um so just like a very normal first date a very normal second date our third date we like text. um which I think I actually initiated and then it just like slowly progressed from there uh, he's an aerospace engineer at NASA. Oh, wow! Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, he's that's just incredible. like yeah. So like he's all like that's what I'm saying. like. I guess I just realized like I need to actually like I was saying all the things I wanted, but then when I would get into a date like with Izzy or someone else, it's like all that would fall by the wayside, and I would put blinders on. But I was like, no, I was saying I was looking for someone intelligent and dependable and funny. Um, and he's all of those things. Um, definitely healthiest relationship I've ever been in. We're very secure. I told him everything about the show beforehand. Um, because of everything I went through, I was a little concerned that he was going to judge me based off other people's perception of me or like to edit. Um, not at all. He's like, I know who you are. Like no one else's opinion is going to change my opinion of you. Um, he's just been such a rock through all this. Yeah. Honestly, he's why when people were like at the reunion, they're like, you seem so calm. I was like, every time I would like put myself back to a year and a half ago and get worked up, I would just be like, wait, let me take a step back. It's, it's October, 2023. I'm in the best relationship of my life. I have a good career. I have good friends. If I don't, like, none of this is relevant to me anymore. Like, yes. <laughs> That's exactly
1: the feeling that I got when Chris was like talking to you about the cheating stuff, and you were just mm-hmm. like, it's okay. Like, yeah. I, because I, enough time has passed and you're in a good place in your life. And yeah. One important thing that I did like that you said is, Um. This there's this like post about old people like giving advice, and one of them was marry the person that keeps you calm. Yeah. Like instead of giving you that like crazy chemistry, whatever emotion. So yeah.
2: No. um, Well, that's that's what I guess I should clarify because like now I very much have that like crush feeling on him. If that makes sense. Like he also Mm -hmm. like I'm an introvert. He doesn't drain my social battery at all. Like that is such a huge thing for me. Like. For me, me yeah, like, I don't know how to explain that. But like, if I date someone and like being around you doesn't drain my social battery, like, I can just be comfortable, be my full self. Um, I do have a crush, like, 100% the person like, I've most been in love with been most comfortable with in my life. And like, I jokingly said in an the interview, they didn't interview after the reunion. Um, I guess I didn't tell you all this. He was recruited for Love is Blind crazy what (laughs) yeah so he was recruited um which so when I told him I was on the show he was like oh I was recruited and he was like I could never propose to someone that quickly like he's very practical and so I said in that interview like after the reunion I was like well how long is it gonna take (laughs) and they just I thought it I thought it was gonna be a video interview and it was print so it just says like (laughs) maybe like well how long is it gonna take and I was like, Oh, I gotta send this to Alex and he's gonna be like, What are you saying? what are you saying the Boy, like, a- yeah. <laughs> he, um, in the media? Like I've got to Yeah. But he um I think way we way. both Yeah, we both like we've talked about it since and he's like it's not a matter of if but when we lived together, um he moved oh, okay. in he moved in Sweet. last yeah, he moved in last month. Um the same time the show was airing and i was like here we go two big life changes at once um mm-hmm. but it's been the best thing like i thought it could go either way but he's like i said he's been such a support system he's so understanding um i think we're like closer and better than ever so yeah i, I expect <laughs> no i'm like no he's gonna listen to this i think gonna say expect a proposal you've already taken the step of moving in together
1: and weirdly it's kind of great because it kind of coincided with the show coming out. So yeah. you had a support system, yeah. you know, but what is, what's next for you, Johnny? What do you have any like upcoming goals? What can we do? We, can we see something in the future from you? Uh,
2: no. Would you do any more reality shows? <laughs> um, Definitely no more reality shows. I learned, <laughs> I learned my lesson there. Um, I would say I'm, I've am i never been the type of person to have long-term plans. I know that sounds weird, but I guess you all know a little bit about my background from the show. Just like having lost someone, I live very much, like I still try to be responsible, but I live very much in, in the moment and like day to day. And right now I'm very happy with my career. I'm happy with Alex. Um, I'm trying to ignore a lot of the negative talk about people who don't know me for who I am. Um, and yeah, I just help. If anything, like if I get a platform from the show, like I just help, I can help people who have been through similar situations, um, know that, yeah, it's okay. Like I don't think, like I guess I think the stereotype of like people who have dealt with people who have, um, addiction issues is maybe like lower class or like lower middle class and like um i I wouldn't say like I'm super wealthy, but I was raised um definitely like with a family who provided everything I needed, so I don't think there's a lot of like um people out there speaking on having experienced a lot of trauma in the middle class if yeah. that makes sense um yeah. Or, like, addiction issues aren't, like, people on the streets. It's yeah. not, like, just, like, homeless people. Like, a lot of this is happening to a lot of people right now. And, like, I just hope people know they're not alone and that's okay and it's not something to be judged about. Um, and that's what I knew. Like, I did go into this looking for significant other, but I also, like, it's not like anyone is unaware that it's a show. So like in the back of my mind, I was just like, I hope I can help someone else feel seen, you know? Yeah, you absolutely will. There's at least
1: one person out there (laughs) that sees you for who you are and has learned from you and relates to you. And that's the beauty of going on the show.
0: So, (laughs) Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming on. So (laughs) thank you very much. We're really excited for people to hear your story. And we hope you come again soon.
2: Thank you. I will. I'll come. I'll come be a guest next time you're in Asia. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Please do. Oh, all right. Talk,
2: talk on the happier topic. Yeah. Love. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Johnny.
1: You guys know we love, love, love hearing all of your thoughts and your comments. Please send them to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods.
0: And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Wednesday. Bye.